Welcome everyone back to the Roto Sharks NFL podcast for this is going to be for week eight, um, episode 10. With me today, I have Ryan, which is our cash game expert for NFL. Um, his Twitter handle is underscore RC66 underscore. Ryan, how are we feeling about week eight? Yeah, um, week eight, I can't believe we're basically half, almost halfway through the, uh, NFL season. It's crazy. It's gone by so fast. Yeah, it's, uh, it has. I mean, that's, that's the thing about football, though. If you get up early on Sunday, it takes like, seems like 12 hours for one o'clock to hit. But then once one o'clock hits, you're like, before you know it, you're watching Sunday night football. I know. It's crazy how that I'm works. We're going to work the next morning. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, uh, that's no fun. Um, let's just, let's just hop right into it. Um, it's almost one o'clock Eastern time here on, uh, Friday night. So obviously, just for people out there, you know, we still have to wait on news and things, uh, depending on who's playing, who's out. Um, so this is just on Friday getting recorded. But the first game on the slate is the Carolina Panthers traveling to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, right now, um, Carolina, it's over and under 47 and Atlanta's favored by three points. Um, I'm going to pass it to you, but I'll start by saying Sam Darnold looks like straight ass. He really does look like garbage. I mean, I don't know what's going on with him. I really don't. I think he's going to get it together um, one of these times. He had a really good matchup against the Giants. Um, this is against Atlanta. Atlanta makes any quarterback look good. Um, and I think Sam, this is a game for Sam Darnold to get his confidence back for sure. Um, what should be a high – not really a high-scoring game, but I think Carolina handles business pretty well. I don't know why Atlanta's favored. I would take the Carolina money line. Um, for sure, just because I think Darnold's too, and that Carolina Panthers defense is so outstanding. So, um, yeah, I really do. I don't mind taking shots on Sam Darnold this week in GPPs. He's a great shot at only 7,300 with the rushing upside. I mean, we, we saw what he did in the first four weeks of the season. So, um, you could easily, this is an easy matchup for him to get right back. As I, in cash, I targeted this defense last week with quarterback with the two attack by Lois. So, and he was actually, the, I think, the highest-scoring FanDuel quarterback last week. Could be wrong, but, yeah. But there's not much to like, like I said, for cash purposes. I mean, I guess you can take a shot on a guy like Shubba Hubbard just because his price is getting down there at 6,600. Um, you know, he's still seeing 50 – he's only seeing 50% of snaps. Um, but these past couple games have been blowouts, so that could be a reason. Um, you know, and DJ Moore's – Still being the main guy there, his price is still around 7700 which isn't bad, isn't great um, price-wise. Robbie Anderson, I'm not going to play him again. His targets are there, but just until he you know, figures out how to catch the damn football, he's just never in play. But I'll let you continue. Yeah, for sure. Um, if Sam Darnold doesn't get together against this defense, I don't think he's getting it together at all the rest of the season. I don't know if it's uh, – for him, it's a mental thing that started with one game and then just domino. I mean, look, we're like four games removed. And the reason the Falcons are favored is because the Panthers literally only scored three points against the Giants. And, you know, they was 3-0. and They was looking like a team that was like a surprise team of the year. And then they've lost four straight. Where on the other hand, Atlanta has actually won two straight. So, I mean, do I think Atlanta's three points better than Carolina? No. But, I mean, I guess Vegas is looking at it like, 
you know, Panthers offense looks downright dreadful. Yeah. But you got you, everyone's got to remember though, Atlanta's played New York and Miami, so that's true. They did beat Miami at Miami though. I mean, that's you know, Vegas looks at at least Atlanta's putting up offense. Yeah, but Miami's defense is straight up garbage. I think Carolina's defense, you know, I think they. Well, we can talk about that when we get to the Atlanta side, but. Well, yeah, for sure. I and trust me, I totally get it. Tua just uh, got this team. Uh, I don't know if he was the highest on the slate, but he was def- if he wasn't the highest, he was definitely top two because he did put up a lot of points. Uh, he had four touchdowns. He did throw the two interceptions, which two is prone to do. Um, you know, but um, one thing is uh, that I like that Miami did that I think Carolina needs to do is run the football. Uh, run the football a little bit. Miles Gaskin had, I mean, I guess he had his most carries against Atlanta. So if if uh, Carolina commits to the run, takes a little bit of pressure off of Sam Darnold, I think they'll be all right. Because P.J. Walker came in, and he looked worse than Sam Darnold, to be honest with you. You know, he was 3 for 14. So, yeah. I mean, the job Sam Darnold is not like P.J. Walker came in and fucking went 10 for 14, 100 yards and touchdown. He looked just as worse as uh, Sam Darnold. And, uh, you know, their offensive line hasn't been good either um, as well. But for me, I'm with you. I'm not taking anybody. Um, DJ Moore at 7,700. I mean, you could definitely think about him because Atlanta's defense is not good at all. Um, they're, um, I mean, Gusecki and Jalen uh, Waddle just had a good game against them. So, I mean, if there was ever a game DJ Moore would blow up, it would be this game because, I mean, DJ Moore's still getting his targets. He's still getting his yardage a little bit. He's still getting the receptions. Yeah. But I have no faith in this Carolina team right now. I mean, they're they're definitely on the struggle bus. For sure. What about the Atlanta side? What do you like? Yeah, there's just not much to like on the Atlanta side. You know, I love how Kyle Pitts has been becoming a vital part of the piece of this offense, finally, after he had a slow start to the season. Um, so he's probably the only guy I take a shot on. His price is getting up there at 6800 now, where it's like, eh, I don't know if you know you want to play him. But Carolina actually has been kind of garbage to the quarterbacks the last four weeks. Um, but overall, they're still top half of the league. So I don't know. I just don't like this Atlanta offense. I don't think I think Kyle Pitts gets locked down by um, you know, Carolina's um, front seven or linebackers. Uh, I don't know. I just don't see think there's much upside in this matchup for a 6800 Kyle Pitts or Matt Ryan or even a Kelvin Ridley. You know, maybe you can take shots on a Cordell Patterson, who's only 7,300 now, who still is doing everything. But that's about it for me. I don't know. There's just not much like from the Atlanta side this week. No, uh, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, you know how the Giants scored their points last year, last week? Yeah. Well, they got the safety. We all know about that because it was 3-2. That was, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Then they ran six plays, 32 yards, got a field goal. 11 plays, 75 yards, which is the only good drive they had. They had six plays, 19 yards, which ended in a field goal. 10 plays, 32 yards that ended in a field goal. And then one play, 19-yard um, touchdown by Devontae Booker. I just say that to say Carolina's defense is still pretty good. So I wouldn't take anybody on the Falcons. Yeah, for sure. And that's probably the – that that's definitely the – easiest stay away game for me on the slate. Yeah, absolutely. So 
So with that being said, let's jump right into the um, the next game on the slate, which is going to be the Miami Dolphins. They're traveling to uh, Buffalo, a very good Buffalo team, which my guess is you're not taking two of this week. But right now it's 48 and a half over and under, and Buffalo is favored to win by 14 points. Ryan, are we taking two of you can't take him in cash, but he's definitely GP viable. We've seen this Bills defense get exploited a couple of times this year. Um, not many, but we have seen it. Um, and Tua is, you know, these trade rumors going around. And you know, I'm a, you know I'm a big narrative guy. Um, he wants to show out. And he played very well last week. I think he wants to play very well again this week, show that he can compete with the top dog in the division. So at 7,100, he's not a bad shot in GPPs at all with all that narrative, the upside. He's shown already this year the rushing upside, you know, especially um, if Devontae Parker plays this week that adds another weapon for him. So I don't mind Tua at all in GPPs. He's a great play, narrative, already shown upside. So, but this Bills defense, you just can't play any Dolphins, in my opinion, this week in cash at all. Waddle's getting priced up there. Gusecki's getting priced up there. I just don't think there's any room to play a single Dolphin this week against this top, basically, I think, the best defense in the league in this Bills defense. Yeah. The uh, the way the Bills got exposed um, to me was, I mean, and Miami doesn't have it, is it Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry ran oh, all over. Uh, yeah, I'm not talking about that. Which, there, was a, there was, like, a game earlier in the year that they got exploited, and it was – I don't remember. It, was, it wasn't against, it was like against the bottom. Well, their only two losses pass. are Pittsburgh and um, – no, I know. I feel like someone they had like I don't remember. I know someone had dropped a lot of points on them, like quarterback. This year, let me go look. Let me go look. Oh yeah, Tyler Heineke. Well, that's because they was up fucking. I mean, they won by twenty two points. Well, yeah, but that's how they've won a lot. A lot of their games haven't been exploited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Heine- Heineke had twenty-three FanDuel points against Buffalo. Yeah, and great, that's but uh, he probably had a lot of that rushing. He actually only had twenty-one rushing yards. Did he have a touchdown? Uh, I went away from rushing. Let me go back. Um, he did. So that's eight points right there, just off rushing. No, it's still. I mean, it could probably be like a two-yard rush. A lot of quarterbacks do that. Ryan Tannehill had a fucking quarterback rush last week against him. He had like 10 fans of one. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Heineke, uh, he had a big rushing uh, game last game, too. Yeah, for sure. But I wouldn't take any Miami. Um, I mean, I guess you could still take – I think you could t- you could still take a shot on uh, Gusecki. Uh, if you wanted to, because he's really him and Tua has been really in tune with each other, or Jalen Waddle, I, I I probably wouldn't take a chance on Jalen Waddle because the cornerbacks are really good for Buffalo. Yeah, he's up but, at sixty four hundred dollars. Just better plays. That's that's true. You can still take a chance on Gasecki, um, but at sixty three hundred, there's going to be much better tight ends to play on this slate. Yeah, absolutely. So on the Buffalo side, though. I love this side. That horrendous Miami defense. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's like a new lock. And he's going to be chalky as fuck. So in GPP, he's paid him because he could, you know, have a bad game. Every quarterback can have a bad game. And GPP is if you fade the fucking 60% on quarterback, he's going to be the highest on quarterback. So I'm not going to estimate um, ownership right now. But 
he definitely will be the highest on the quarterback when it's all said and done. And rightfully so. You know, Josh Allen's just an absolute fucking stud. He gets all the rushing, all the passing. He just does everything. So he's definitely the lock for cash this week, and no doubt about it. You can't, I don't think, you, if you're playing cash, you can build a lineup without him. If he's not 100% owned, I don't know why. I really don't. But, um, and there's a thing in me right now saying that I want to play him naked. And that sounds so bad, but he spreads the ball around so fucking much that it's okay to fade a 7,300 digs or a 6,700 Emmanuel Sanders, you know, to get more volume from a guy that maybe that, that 7,300 price tag, like a, um, you know, like a DK Metcalf who's going to get all the volume, or Chris Godwin who's going to get all the volume, you know. Even a Kelvin Ridley or Cortland Sutton if Judy's out. So just like those kind of guys, I don't know. I'll probably still end up running Stephon Diggs with him. That's what I have right now. But, again, like I said, these prices for these wide receivers are high, and we've seen Diggs have a couple shitty weeks. We've seen Emmanuel Sanders have a couple shitty weeks just because of how much he, you know, throws the ball around. So, you got, I think you got to end up playing one with them for sure. So, that's probably going to be Diggs for me just because the price is so cheap. But um, you can really play all three of these wide receivers. They can all go fucking nuts. So, I don't mind them at all one bit. Yeah, Diggs is going to get you the most targets. Um, he, I think he has the higher upside of all the other um, receivers by all the other ones. I just mean Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley, um, to be honest with you. Um, Stephon Diggs at 7,300 is just so disrespectful because he is one of the top receivers in the league. Um, his price is just reflective of the fact that Josh Allen has been so good this year of spreading the ball around. Emmanuel Sanders really took a lot away from Diggs early on, but I think I think you're seeing Diggs come into his own uh, in the last couple of games, to be honest. Well, it's really me. Diggs so. and Sanders. It looks like Beasley's getting knocked out of the way, especially with you know, Dawson Knox out now. So. Well, Beasley had, a, Beasley had a nice game last game against the Titans, but that's a different situation. You know, the, the game was close, and he's a high-scoring team, so – I don't know. Be- Beasley did, uh, he had what, nine targets, seven catches, 88 yards and touchdown. Like Emmanuel yeah. Sanders was the only one of the three that didn't get a touchdown. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I think you have to play one of the wide receivers just because, you know, Dawson Knox is out. So that, and he played like, the entire game. So you can't look at, oh, well, they didn't do much in the fourth quarter, like, you know, but Knox played the entire game. So. Yeah, and you really can't look at box scores for the Miami uh, Falcons game and look at Kyle Pitts as a, a traditional tight end because Kyle Pitts is definitely not a traditional tight end. Um, you know, Kyle Pitts is way more athletic than a Dawson Knox or whoever else they have on their team as tight end. Um, yeah. So, you know, Kyle Pitts just – he's just such – he's a monster. He really is. What that tells me, though, with uh, Kyle Pitts, though, maybe it's the slot guy against uh, Miami's defense. And Which would be probably an Emmanuel Sanders. I don't know. I think Diggs will run some slot too. I think it's tough to say who really is going to be the true slot guy. Um, oh, I love Diggs. If I, if yeah. see, the thing is with uh, Josh, like Josh Allen, yeah, I agree with you. Cash game, he's a beast. Eighty-eight hundred dollars. You're going to have to find some value on the slate paying up for a quarterback like that. Because correct me if I'm wrong. The last few weeks, I mean, I don't think we paid more than eighty-three hundred for a quarterback. No, but there is definitely value on 
to on this slate, especially with a lot of injuries to running back. So we'll talk about that later, but there is a ton there's a ton of value on this slate. Yeah. There's one, um and I'm sure we're probably on the same one. Uh but well I mean we'll talk about that later. But as far as Buffalo, for me, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, um in GPPs, if you want to be different, uh, you could do an Emmanuel Sanders instead because he's only 6,100, uh, so he'll save you a lot more money. No, he's not. He's 67. 67? Oh, oh, I was looking at Zach Moss. And Beasley. He's 61, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could and do the MVP, honestly, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I'd rather pay $600 more and get Emmanuel Sanders, who's been proven throughout the whole year because Cole Beasley had that one game. 600 more. To play games. Yeah, yeah, same, same concept. Yeah, nobody, nobody's in, nobody in this game sticking digs, bro. The only thing I worry about is they get up too big, and then you see a heavy dosage of Zach Moss. Which you could. So I, that's what I'm saying again. I don't mind, you know, running Allen naked because we've seen him. He doesn't. They don't give up. Allen doesn't give up. And, when the game's over, he will fucking shit down your throat until the clock hits zero, no matter the score. So, yep. But like Ryan said, any quarterback can have a bad game. Fucking uh, Kyler Murray looked like Sam Darnold on uh, Thursday. I mean, m- uh, to be fair, most of it wasn't his fault, obviously. But he did only give me four fatal or four fantasy points in my season long. Yeah. All right. Well. Moving on to the third game on the slate, uh, we have the San Francisco 49ers coming from that bomb cyclone or whatever they called it, traveling to the Chicago Bears. Right now, the uh, 49ers are favored by four points. The over and under is a nasty 39 and a half. Um, we'll start with the 49ers. What do you like? Yeah, I love Elijah Mitchell this week. He is just priced so wrong on a slate like this. Um, he's only 5,800 on FanDuel for the usage he's been getting. He's probably my favorite, one of my favorite running back plays on the slate. I mean, we saw him just absolutely go to town last week against the Colts defense. That's not bad at all. Um, and this Chicago defense now is missing one of their key run stoppers and, uh, Khalil Mack this week. So I love Elijah Mitchell this week. And I mean, absolutely love Elijah Mitchell. I think you have to play him. Just because of this price tag, it helps you a lot with uh, um, paying up for Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. So, like I said, I love Elijah Mitchell this week. Um, and that's probably the only guy I really like from this team. Like, you can take shots on Debo Samuel at that 7,800 price tag. I mean, he's seen a, oh, close to a 50% target share, which is absolutely insane. So, I don't mind taking shots in, uh, on Debo Samuel. I'd rather play him over... Uh, a guy we were talking about earlier in uh, DJ Moore, for sure. So, Oh, yeah. That definitely love taking shots on uh, Devo Samuel this week, for sure, with that 40% target share. Yeah, and Leonard Fournette um, just torched this team. Him and Ronald Jones, to be honest. I mean, they just torched this Bears defense. Um, the only thing that worries me about Elijah Mitchell is Kyle Shanahan is the coach. Yeah, That's we've seen it back-to-back weeks now that he's just been the guy. Even with Hasty and Sermon, he's been the yeah, guy. That it was, it was his on. first game. What, it was Hasty's first game back, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I would definitely load up on um, 
Elijah Mitchell for sure. Um, because of those, those facts. I mean, Chicago's just downright. This is going to be a low scoring game. Right? Like, oh, for sure. I would, def- I would definitely, game. oh, for sure. I would definitely take, uh, Debo over, um, DJ Moore for sure. I have no faith in this quarterback though, Jimmy Garoppolo, but it, it is what it is. Uh, Debo still, he's been one of the best, um, receivers this year, but I mean, at 5,800, lock and load Elijah Mitchell. If he's going to get those 18, 19 carries, at 5,800, and, you know, if you're playing that Josh Allen, like you mentioned, that definitely save you um, on that, on that price, that value. Yeah, absolutely. So on the Chicago side, Ryan, do you like anything? I love the Chicago side, actually, and here's what. I love Khalil Herbert. Absolutely love this guy. He's a fucking stud. Um, his 6,500 price tag is a little iffy for me. Um, but they 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 believe in him. They try to run him a shit ton, even against uh, this uh, the Tampa Bay front seven. You know, you get an easier front seven in San Fran that hasn't been great this year. Um, it's they're not going to throw the ball much, as we've seen from them so far this year. It's just going to be Khalil Herbert versus Eliza Mitchell all game. So I guess I don't mind Khalil Herbert, but at sixty five hundred, I don't know. I'd rather play, you know, a guy like. Um, Around the same price in uh Chava Hubbard or you know even uh I don't know I'd rather play Chava Hubbard than Chava Herbert on the slate for sure. Yeah, uh, the rookie has been looking nice, dude. I bet you uh, a lot of David Montgomery um owners out there are definitely wondering if uh he has a job when he comes back. Yeah. That dude, that dude has looked nice, but I mean, at 6,500, Jonathan Taylor just blew this team up last week as well. Now, I will say, Colts have a better offensive line than the Bears, but the Bears do run the football. Like, that's what they're known for. Now, I wouldn't go too far box chasing on um, the 49ers. Uh, for whatever reason, Arizona could not fucking run on them at all. But. Jonathan Taylor ran all over him. Yeah. But the 6,500, I think you're right. I think uh, I think when you're doing the roster construction, I think there's uh, different plays that you might be in love with. Like, there's a play, Ryan, that's $400 more expensive going up against one of the worst rush defenses in all of football. Just $400 more than Khalil. Yeah. And we'll yeah. talk about him later because he – had a phenomenal game. And there might be some other plays that you could play as well. We'll get yeah, into that later. Well. in a game that we will talk about later, yes. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I think I think uh, me and you uh, um definitely on the same page on this one. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not really crazy about this game either. Um, I think there's more, um, besides, obviously, Elijah Mitchell, there's more of a GPP darts than anything. Now, um, the next game is, uh, I think it's going to be a good game, a really good game to watch just because it's a division rivalry. It's going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to the Cleveland Browns, almost said Cavaliers on how many NBA podcasts we have done. I almost did it, but I did not. You almost did uh, it. I, I really did. The over and under right now is 42 and a half, and Cleveland is favored by three and a half. What's going on in Pittsburgh, Ryan? You like anything? 
Yeah, I don't mind taking shots and GPPs on Big Ben. I mean, that 6,600 price tag is nice. It looks nice, for sure, um, for Big Ben. Um, you know, we've seen him this year starting to be throwing the ball a little bit the last couple of games. So, you know, he just needs to get a couple more touchdowns in there to add to it. Um, and Cleveland's been terrible with quarterbacks lately, so um, I don't mind him. Najee Harrison's a little too expensive for me on this slate. Um, he has been the only guy doing anything for them this, the past couple of weeks. Um, Deontay Johnson seems like the number one guy, and Claypool's too expensive for me. So I don't really like much from this Pittsburgh team for cash purposes. You know, if I'm going to take anyone outside of Big Ben, it's going to be Deontay Johnson just because his target share has been so high with Juju out. Um, and Najee Harris thinks it's too expensive. Um, but he has been the guy. He's going to get you value probably at 9K. So I don't mind him. Just I think there's so much value at running back where you don't need to pay up uh, for a 9K guy this week. Let me ask you a question. Um, do you like Pittsburgh's defense this week? Um, No, not at all. Well, I think, you know, Baker's trying to play. And he's yeah, about 4,800. Baker, he's, if he's going to play, he'll be fine. Um, and Nick Chubb, I think, is supposed to be back. It could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Nick Chubb's supposed to be back. Yeah, he's supposed to be back. Yeah, so I'm not worried about it. I, if Nick Chubb's back, I don't like it. Odell and Landry are, you know, Landry's back. Baker, we haven't seen Baker with Landry yet, so I like that. So I, I'm not a big fan of Pittsburgh's defense this week. At 4,800, there's better defenses on the slate for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, So for me, um, I'm not really a big fan of uh, anybody on Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah, I think you make a great point. You could take uh, – a shot on Finn um, because of the fact that uh, his price is really, really cheap. And uh, Cleveland's defense is not impressive. They haven't been impressive all year. Uh, but the one thing that scares me, Big Ben ain't done shit. So, I mean, it is it is what it is. I mean, he really I – mean, I don't even know if he's done for 300 yards this year, to be honest with you. Let me pull up his, his game log here. I don't think he's done for 300 and he didn't look that like when I was I was watching that um, you know I think everybody was watching the um, Seahawks game like I thought that was one defense that he would be able to thrive on and he really didn't do much either and I mean he's not throwing that many touchdowns I mean we're in week eight and he's only got seven touchdowns yeah like you know I mean you're obviously obviously it's a GPP dart you're just taking a risk. For his price, I mean, if he does throw for 302 touchdowns, I mean, you're you're looking pretty. This dude threw for 300 yards one time, and it was against the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could yeah, – yeah, he's definitely a GPP play. You could definitely take him on GPP. But other than that, I don't really like anybody on Pittsburgh. Yeah. They've looked, they've looked awful on defense. They really have. Or off, offense, I meant. I'm sorry, offense. I know what you meant. Now, uh, with Nick Chubb coming back, we saw Dearness Johnson um, take the reins last week, and he absolutely fucking destroyed it. I think he um, I think he honestly gets some of the Kareem Hunt uh, carries. Do you like anybody oh, from Cleveland? No, not really. I mean, I guess I don't mind taking shots, you know. Uh, Jarvis Landry or even in Odell. Um, we've seen what Odell can do. We saw him with eight targets. We've seen the targets there for him. Um, you know, you just need the catches to get there, just like Robbie Anderson. Um, I think Landry back that helps Odell clear up for Odell. 
So I don't mind taking shots on a 5,700 Odell Beckham, but I don't like it. I don't like much from this Cleveland offense. Like I said, it's a division game, two really nice defenses. So I, was, I think this game's going to be low scoring. I don't like targeting division games, and, you know, unless it's like Miami and Buffalo, like you said, or, you know, like in Atlanta. And, you know, like trash, a team that got a trash defense and a good offense to attack it with, but I don't see it with both these teams tomorrow. I just think this is a low scoring division game. Yeah, which. It's funny, I'll take an L on this one because I was on the podcast last week when Baltimore was playing Cincinnati Bengals, and I was like, oh, it's going to be a low-scoring game, which it looked that way through the first quarter because I think it was like three to nothing. I'm like, I knew it was going to be a low-scoring game. And then the Bengals are flat-out ridiculous and scored 41 points on them or 47 or whatever they ended up scoring. I was surprised, to be honest with you. Um, But... That's enough of that game. I'm I'm not really a big fan. I'm not a fan of anybody on Cleveland. I love Nick Chubb. If if Nick Chubb got all the carries, he's like top three running back in the league, but not against his Pittsburgh defense. Especially coming off an injury and how good Uranus looked last week. I don't think they're gonna run him out there. I think I like what you said, I think they're gonna have Nick Green on roll. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think I think uh, Dearness Johnson. I think he. I think he worked his way to get those cream hunt carries. For sure, he did absolutely. He earned it too. Now we get to talk about your boys here. The next game on the slate is the Philadelphia Eagles uh, going traveling to Detroit Lions. Yeah. Um, one of the uh, the odds on here. Um, this is going to be interesting. This is one of the games I think Detroit can win to not go zero and seventeen. To be honest with you, Ryan. Uh, right now, the um, how Vegas sees it over and under is 48, and Phillies favored by three and a half. What do you like about Philly? Love Kenneth Gainwell. Another value running back that's going to get a shit ton of targets, shit ton of usage. Absolutely love Kenneth Gainwell on the slate. Um, I think Kenneth Gainwell is a lock in my cash lineup right now. Just because of his work out of the passing game, now he's going to get a shit ton of work in the uh, running game too. So, yeah, I love Kenneth Gainwell tomorrow, especially with how bad the not tomorrow on Sunday with how bad the Lions are against the uh, running back. They actually so. played really good against Daryl Henderson. I was they, super fucking pissed. They did, but Daryl Henderson, you know, he's just a ground and pound guy. And Lions this year have been decent against you know those guys who really are only good at running the ball. You know, Daryl Henderson's not a great pass catcher. They don't use him as a pass catcher, so. Um, but, you know, you see guys like a couple of weeks ago, you know, um, what's his face? I don't remember who the Lions played. So, oh, Joe Mixon, he had a lot of work out of the passing game. Um, you saw week one with Aaron Jones out of the passing game. Um, Elijah Mitchell, Burnham. I mean, Kenneth Gainwell at this price, I just think. Uh, when did Miles Sanders get hurt last game? Uh, first quarter, yeah, or was it first? It was either the first or second quarter because it was his sixth carry. He was six for 30. So it was early in the game. I think well, it might have been like second that. quarter. They played Tampa, though, right? No, 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 no. They well, played... the problem is they used uh, Boston Scott a lot. They oh, played really? the Raiders. Philly did. Philly played the Raiders. Oh, not much. Last game. Okay, that's fine. I, I still like Kenneth Gainwell, but not as much as I did 30 seconds ago. But. I still like Kenneth Gainwell. <laughs> like, not as much as 30 seconds ago. That's funny. Yeah, I still like him. But 
you know, the usage is going to be there in the he's, passing he, game. He did score a touchdown last, last week, too. He's a, he's a dark horse out of the passing game, for sure. I like I love Jalen Hurts. Um, I really think he turns around against this Lions defense, um, especially with the rushing upside at 8,400. He's my second option for cash right now just because he's going to get you over. He's going to get your rushing touchdown almost every week. So, I love yeah, if it wasn't Hurts. if it wasn't for Allen, Jalen Hurts would be a lock. Like, Absolutely. the biggest lock on the slate. Because Jalen Hurts didn't – I mean – Jalen Hurts played bad through because me and you and Dylan was talking about it and you know oh Jalen Hurts is a fourth quarter guy blah 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 is what you kept saying to me right mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is not uh, like I I, I just want to set the record straight he's not a bad DFS option for sure or fantasy season long I just don't think he's a great thrower yet and that I mean that could change you know uh, if he gets um, some help like I think. Dallas Goddard is a really good tight end. I think he really has a good tight end in Dallas Goddard. Uh, Devontae Smith is a solid receiver and will be. He's a rookie, obviously. I just don't think Jalen Hurts is the passer. Like, But for DFS, I think he's going to run all over Detroit. I think he will get the rushing touchdown. Um, so he, he's definitely a solid option. For sure. You know, one of the, um, one of the GPP plays? Uh... Quez Watkins. Boston Scott at 5,800. The way they use him, like let's say, for example, you know, um, your boy Kenneth Gainwell, because he, he's a rookie. Let's say he fumbles and they trust the veteran Boston Scott a little bit more. I could totally see him breaking the slate. And no one's going to have him because they're all going to yeah. have Kenneth Gainwell. The only reason I don't like him is because he only had seven carries and Gainwell had five, but Gainwell also had eight catches out of the backfield. So. Oh, Kenneth Gate. Oh, Ken, don't get me. Don't get it wrong. Kenneth Gamewell is the better option. What I'm saying, as far as like a GPP, throw it in there. Boston Scott could help you win a tournament. He could, but also don't be surprised if you end up with a zero. Uh, yeah, I don't think you end up with a zero, but maybe like four or five points. But yeah, it, it could it could definitely be possible. But I love Kenneth Gamewell, especially at that price. That was one of the games earlier when we was talking about uh, different running backs. That me and you was both on Kenneth Gainwell. For sure. So get to talk about your Lions. You like uh, you like any Lions this week? Uh, kind of. Ish. Um, I don't mind DeAndre Swift this week. Philly sucks. DeAndre Swift's fucking goaded, goaded best running back in the league. So I don't mind DeAndre Swift. He might end up in my lineup. He might not. I don't know. You know, his usage in the passing game in the last four weeks has been absolutely bonkers. Um, and he usually ends up getting, finding the way into the end zone. So, either in rushing or receiving. And they've been using him a shit ton. Jamal Williams has really felt fall off the last couple of weeks. You know, we've seen Swift snaps at over 75% two of the last three weeks. Over, over 70% all three of the weeks. So, I really like what I'm seeing from Swift. I don't mind him at 7,900, especially with all the work he's been getting in the passing game. Another guy I really don't mind is TJ Hawkinson. We've seen his targets go back up again. Um, which is great to see, and he's only 6,200 this week. So it's probably just Swift and uh, Hawkinson for me this week. Oh, yeah, uh, you nailed it, bro. You nailed it. So Las Vegas, obviously Darren Waller was out, right, on National Tight End Day. His backup came in, got six catches, 60 yards, and touchdown. And I'm going to tell you right now, Hawkinson's 10 times better than that guy. So that's one sure. thing you can definitely target against Philly is their tight ends. And Hawkinson with his targets coming back up, which 
I don't, I don't know why they ever went away in the first place. You know, I love Hawkinson tomorrow. I really do love Swift. Now, Jamal Williams has been better in the running game, but I don't, I mean, as for DFS, I'd rather have uh, a DeAndre Swift than Jamal Williams because of the way they're using DeAndre Swift in that passing game. And you've seen what Kenyon Drake did against Philly last week. And Swift is definitely better than Kenyon Drake. So I do love, I do love DeAndre Swift. It just sucks that there's so much value at a running back this week. But that, I think that might drop his ownership down a little bit. But in far, as far as GPPs, if you paid up at running back, that might be the way to go. Yeah. And a guy, like I said, if you're paying up at running back, you want to get different wide receiver. A guy that I don't mind taking shots on is Khalif Raymond at 5,700. Jared Goff, he's Jared Goff's favorite target right now um, besides Hawkinson. We saw Jared Goff say after practice that Khalif Raymond reminds him a shit ton and actually compared him to um, his former teammate and stud wide receiver right now in Cooper Cup. So his targets have been there. The yardage has been there. Um, he just needs to find the end zone. So I don't mind taking shots on him in GPPs if you're going to pay up at running back because he can really give you some good uh, wide receiver value tomorrow. Right. I like that take as well. And um, Ryan's one guy you can listen to on the Detroit side. I, he watches all the games. Fuck, I mean, I didn't – I mean, I knew Khalif uh, Raymond's obviously just by the stats and everything that he's been doing pretty good. I mean, he had eight targets, seven targets the last two games. Um, and there's really no other receiver in Detroit anyway. So, you know, Dan Campbell can call out Jared Goff all he wants, but the guy really only has two people to throw to. Exactly. DeAndre Swift and Hawkinson. Like, mm-hmm. hopefully the Cleef Raymond plays off. I mean, it would be a nice GPP dart, that's for sure. But I yeah, do think the boys can win this game. they uh wide receiver before the deadline that's under control for another year or two. And they're really interested in Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker would be nice. He would. I love Devontae Parker. He would instantly become fantasy viable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. All right. But um, I do I do like your boys. Um, I think they can win tomorrow. I hope um, they don't win, but I agree. I mean, uh, yeah, I understand. But, I mean, if you look at their schedule, there's not many other games that they can win. Let's That's just, why I don't want to go seven two if they get the first pick and get Kayvon uh, Thibodeau. I'll, I'll I take mean, the that, sacrifice. That's a little embarrassing to be the only team to go 0-16. And and, you know, it doesn't matter what the past is as long as you win now. So I mean, you know what they bring up every year? Like, the Lions ain't won a playoff game since, like, 91 or 90. fine. We just got to prove them wrong. It doesn't matter what people say. You can't worry about that shit. You know. I understand, but it's still that's still a little embarrassing. Like the Browns went 0 16 fucking four years ago, basically, and no one even talks about it anymore. They're just you know because the Browns are winning. So all yeah, Lions, I mean, it, just but we still remember it was winning. like three and thirty two or some stupid shit. Yeah, they they were the fucking worst franchise from like twenty twelve to twenty eighteen until they drafted Baker. So you know you just gotta <laughs> win, and people will forget about it. I wouldn't say since they drafted Baker, since they had a commitment to trying to win because they. Um, Haslam, Haslam and company, the owner, has actually brought in free agents and stuff to actually, you know, help. And, you know, they had Miles Garrett. No, they went fucking, I think they went 0 16 the year before they drafted Baker. Well, they, they spent a lot of money on the offensive line. They got one of the best offensive lines now. Um, you know, there's different things. I, you know, Baker is a bona fide, um, Alex Smith. And, you know, no, no disrespect to Alex Smith. Like, 
I'm a Chiefs fan. I think they're giving too much flack to Baker. He has been playing hurt this whole season. He looked like a fucking top 10 quarterback last year. I'm not saying he is right now. I did say that earlier, but there's so many other quarterbacks this season. Uh, Baker looked like a fucking top 10 quarterback last year. He's been playing hurt with the hurt shoulder all season. So you can't really put that on Baker's legacy right now saying he looks I didn't like say a, Baker Alex. was shit trash. I said he's a bona fide Alex Smith. And Alex Smith's shit trash. No, he's not. You're nuts. He is. Alex Smith's lucky. better than Baker Mayfield. Alex Smith has playoff wins. Baker is a playoff win. He's one and two. He's 50% playoffs. Okay. Well, Alex Smith took uh, three different teams to the playoffs. 49ers, Washington. He did not take Washington uh, to the playoffs. They he got hurt playoffs this year. Yes, but they did not make it. And then he played one game last year. And he did they win the it. East two years ago and he was the quarterback? Oh, they won the East last year. He was the quarterback for, like, a game. When Kyle Allen got COVID or whatever, and then Alex Smith got hurt again, so then they went and signed Tyler Heineke from the local college. And he was in the middle of taking the game. Disrespect my Alex Smith, okay? That's fine. The only reason he did shit in Kansas City was because he had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey to throw the ball to. Just like Mahomes. I mean, he wasn't bad in San Francisco. He wasn't bad in San Francisco, no, but they were a Super Bowl team and they even benched him for Colin Kaepernick in that playoff run. Yeah, and, you know, where's Colin Kaepernick now? Doesn't matter. They benched him for him. So, obviously, whatever working with Alex Smith is working with Colin Kaepernick, too. Yeah, I mean, Drew Bledsoe was a good quarterback, and they benched him for Tom Brady. I mean, come on, it happens. I know. I was fucking that shitty-ass school in Michigan, too. Fuck. Yeah, fucking bum. Okay, all right. We got a little off track there. Let's get into the uh, the next game. Uh, which is the Los Angeles Rams going against the Houston Texans. Um, right now, the uh, Rams are favored by 15.5, over and under is 46.5. What do you like about the Rams? Not much. Not much from this Rams team. They're just way overpriced. Not going to play Stafford on the slate when you have Hurts for 200 more and Josh Allen for 600 more. Not paying 9200 for a Cooper Cup in the game. It's going to be a blowout. Um, I guess I don't mind Daryl Henderson. At 7,700, he gets a bounce back game. That's probably the only guy I would even target from this team. Um, just because they're all overpriced, this game won't stay close. So it's probably just Cooper Cup. I guess I don't mind taking shots on a guy like Van Jefferson at like 5,700. He's been playing a shit ton of snaps. Um, his targets have been going up. So I guess it's probably just Van Jefferson and uh, Dale Henderson for me from this team. Yeah, uh, Cooper Cup, 9,200. Yeah, he's a, he's been a great uh, receiver, but. Not paying ninety two hundred on on this slate. Um, wouldn't pay eighty two hundred for Stafford on a, on a blowout. I mean, I think you pretty much nailed this take. Uh, Henderson's way too priced as well. Um, Robert Woods sixty eight hundred. He hasn't really produced the sixty eight hundred numbers. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of. I mean, I guess you could take a shot on Tyler Higby to get you a touchdown on only fifty three hundred. Yeah, but. Yeah, um, I mean, you could take the Rams defense. I love the Rams defense. Yeah, I mean, what's I mean, especially with um, and we'll, we'll just get right into the other side because I mean, I think we're on the same page. I mean, um, Brandon Cooks is pissed off. He is. Like, he hates I, I mean, his fucking yeah. organization. Yeah. So I don't even know if I would take a Brandon Cooks in this. Like, obviously, no, nah, I, I wouldn't take Brandon Cooks. I guess I don't mind a guy like David Johnson, as ugly as that sounds. 
consistent getting work out of the passing game, and no one's there anymore. Mark Ingram's not there anymore. So, you know, at 5,100, you know, it's not the worst case, worst thing in the world. You can take shots on Phillip Lindsay at only 4,700. I mean, kid gets snaps with yeah. Mark Ingram gone now. So, I don't know. I guess you can take shots on the two Houston running backs. It's kind of shitty to say, but don't mind him. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, this is just another ugly game. Although, the Texans kept it very close with uh, Arizona up until the end there. Um, Arizona's which, been shit the last couple of weeks. Not even oh, dude, it's been ridiculous. But I'm with you, man. I don't um, – I'm not a big fan of this game for DFS yeah, purposes. Either. Anyway, I think it's going to be a straight blowout. I probably won't even tune into this game on my ticket unless it comes up on the red zone. But, yeah. No, you know, nothing. Uh, the next game I do um, like a few more pieces. It's going to be the Tennessee Titans traveling to the Indianapolis Colts. Right now the over and under is 50 and a half, and the Indianapolis Colts are favored by two and a half. Um, we'll start on the Tennessee side, of course. What do you like? Love AJ Brown this week. Love AJ Brown this week. I mean, they're going to have to pass. Derrick Henry, I don't think going to get much going on the run game this week. That, that is price tag. I, mean, I don't mind taking shots on Derrick Henry, but like I said, you got to pay down that. Running back this week. And without Julio Jones, AJ Brown's going to be the guy. Um, he was even he was a fucking stud with them last week, even with Julio playing. So you you just got it. I think AJ Brown. I love him. He probably will end up in my lineup. So you got to play AJ Brown this week against this Colts defense for sure. What's scary is we've been on this. Uh, we've been on the same page this whole slate so far. Uh, we haven't argued one time. I think it's Dylan. Yeah, really really Dylan, yeah, Dylan's just, you know, an, an intimidator. Yeah, he's he's definitely that guy. Because right now we'd be listening to why 10-5 Derrick Henry is the best player to sleep. Yeah, exactly. Even with all the value on the slate, you know, Derrick Henry can still smash it. He can, but I'd rather pick a wide receiver than pay up and waste all my salary for Derrick Henry. Oh, right, right. We love you, though, but Dylan. I, we love you. For sure. I'm I'm with you. I like uh AJ Brown for sure. Seventy six hundred. You compare him with Stephon Diggs and you might have the two best uh receivers on the slate. AJ Brown was really coming to his own the last couple games after he made those comments about it wasn't his fault that he wasn't playing or getting more snaps. It was he's basically pushing off on the coaching staff and, you know, trainers, medical, whatever, whoever he's pushing off on. But he's definitely even though what's crazy is he didn't play that many snaps last week. And he still oh, had 23 Fando points. Yeah, if you look at his snap percentage, it shows 62% of the snaps he played. Well, they were blowing him out, so. All yeah, we won't mention who they were playing, but, they, yeah, they was blowing that team out. Like, uh, Derek Henry only played 77% of the snaps. But one thing I did tell you guys on the podcast last week is the Chiefs historically have shut Wait, Derek Henry Tennessee down. beat the Chiefs? Yeah. How bad was it? Yeah. It was it was pretty bad. Oh, it was. Oh, I I I, I do remember. I just wanted to you know make sure I was right. Well, know? come come to, come to find out, it was the Kansas City Lions that was on the field last week. Oh, I got it. I must be lying. You know, they're they're playing so bad this year. I can't believe it. Oh, dude. Uh, what what? Yeah, they're playing. They're like they're Patty Mahomes. Is he gonna become Jay Cutler? You know, that was Jared Goff out there. Oh, Jay Cutler looked like Patrick Mahomes his first couple years in the league, and now. Uh oh. We've seen Jay Cutler reincarnated. 
Here we go. Uh, Chiefs and the Lions fighting for the top pick. No, um, I love AJ Brown. Um, there's not really anybody else. I mean, no, you can take a shot on top, uh, Ryan Tannehill. Um, no, in GPPs. In, in no. GPPs. I guess. He's only 7,200. You can actually take a shot on both of these. Is one 7,200? Yep. But I'm 7,200. All right. So, I mean, you can actually take a shot on both of these quarterbacks in GPPs. Um, so I'll just lead you into that. I like Carson Wentz for GPP option. Uh, what do you like about uh, Indy? Oh, I don't like much. The prices are just too much. Like we talked about, John Taylor, way overpriced for the amount of snaps he's playing. Don't like him at all. At 8,500. I don't think he does much, especially against the Titans defense that looked really well the last couple of weeks. Um, I guess you can take shots on Michael Pittman, especially if T.Y. Hilton misses, but the 6600 price tag is really expensive. Don't think I'll pay it. Um, and I just don't like Carson Wines. I'd rather play Tua. I'm joking. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. Don't like any Colts. Probably won't end up. I just would fade this game, fade this uh, team for sure. I'm going to say it like this. You just don't need to pay up. For you just don't need to overpay for any of these guys, right? I agree with you. Um, except for the fact that I think you still play Carson Wentz's GPP option, seventy two hundred bucks. I think he's a better option than Big Ben at sixty six hundred, uh, just because the uh, Tennessee defense is not that good. Even though Patrick Mahomes made him look like the damn steel curtain defense, really ridiculous. Absolutely. Actually, Tennessee's defense hasn't been bad the last couple of weeks. I mean, they did only allow 31 to Buffalo, which is pretty impressive to that offense, you know. So, um, and then, you know, they allowed three three points for the Chiefs. So, um, who do the Chiefs have on offense again? Do they have anyone good? Uh, everybody was on the injured reserve last week. Oh, so they had to start Chad Henney. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you, you I saw him in the game, right? Yeah, yeah, I just, it was yeah. just far away, so I just yeah. couldn't, you know. Yeah, okay, I got you. For sure, for sure. Yeah, but uh, Tennessee I, Tennessee has definitely looked better on defense, but I'd still take a shot on uh, Carson Wentz, and um, you're right, Ryan. Um, Jonathan Taylor is overpriced right now. Um, I bet you there was a lot of DFS owners that was pissed off that Jonathan Taylor was not in the ball game late in the game. Naheem Hines was getting the carries. In that fourth quarter. Yeah. Doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. But, and, that, and that's one of the reasons I don't like him. I, I like Jonathan Taylor as a running back for sure. He'll get his points. But 8,500, there's definitely better options on this uh, on this slate. Sure. All right. Let me go ahead and pull up this next game here. Um, who we got? Oh, we got the uh, Cincinnati Bengals traveling to the New York Jets. Talk about a team on the shrugger bus. Um, right now, let's see. Let's pull up the odds on here. Um, Cincinnati's a 10.5-point favorite, and the over and under is 43. Did you know that it opened at 3.5 Bengals favorite? But I guess with um, the quarterback situation, you know, with uh, – Wilson going down, I guess it's up to ten and a half, or it just got bedded up that high. That's crazy. What do you like on the Bengals side? Love Joe Mixon tomorrow. Absolutely love him. Uh, this Jets defense sucks against the run. Mixon's pretty cheap for what he does. 
Um, he didn't play much against Baltimore, um, but he still scored. Um, they're going to give him the goal line carries. I think he'll get a work, work up you know, a little more. So I love Joe Mixon tomorrow. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite cash plays for sure. So, um, yeah, I love him. I don't mind taking shots on Samaj P. Ryan and GPPs to get off Mixon chalk and hope that Mixon bust because Samaj P. Ryan has been playing the snaps. So I don't mind it, but I love Mixon tomorrow in cash. I think it's really the only guy you can play on this Bengals team as much. I mean, and everything that disagrees with me here, I know Jamar Chase loved to play. Joe Burrow loved to play. But I think this game blows out so much where they're not going to use those two guys. And that also makes me get off Mixon a little bit where, you know, I don't think they're going to use him as much. But I still think Mixon gets in the end zone, gets 100 yards. So 7,600, you can still have that nice value for what he's at. But I just don't think Jamar Chase or Joe Burrow can pay off that price tag tomorrow in a blowout game like it should be tomorrow. What do you think, size? I think I was on mute talking to myself. Um, but uh, I, I, you absolutely nailed it, Joe Mixon, 7,600 um, against this awful, awful Jets team. I mean, you just saw New England just run it down their throat. I mean, they had three running backs that got over 10 points last week. You know, like Damian Harris should have got way more points. I played him. He should have got way more points. But still, this Jets defense is very bad against runners. So, yeah, you could play Joe Mixon, 7,600. I think he's one of the locks on this game here. Um, and I do like your take on the Purine guy, 5,700, as a um, GPP play because if the Bengals do get up big, he's going to come in and get all the carries because they're going to try to save Joe Mixon, obviously. Um, so he's definitely a phenomenal GPP play. But I do want to say on Jamar Chase, you could probably play him on any any slate. I I wouldn't be mad at you. To be honest, I mean the guys the guys have just been ridiculous. But yeah. if you're if you're really looking at it and you're doing roster construction, um, there's better value plays. I'm not saying that there's better receivers than Jamar Chase, because really there's not too many better receivers this year than Jamar Chase. Uh the guy had a phenomenal game against Baltimore. Um, none of us predicted him to have that kind of game. You know, none of us I don't think none of us played him. Um, so yeah, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is the way to go on the Cincinnati side. Now, I'll I'll tell you my New Jersey side, and then I'll let you go. New Jersey. New Jersey. Sucks. New uh, Jersey. New wow. wow. I said it a couple times too. Didn't even realize you did. You really did. But the Jets. I'm not taking not a single Jet. Oh, I love the Bengals defense this week. They're probably my favorite defense this week. There's no Corey Davis. There's no. So I guess I don't mind taking shots on Eliza Moore. I don't mind taking shots on Eliza Moore at 5,200. The targets have been there, you know, so I don't mind it at all. For for sure. And he, uh, I think he got a rushing touchdown last week. I think that's what what he got. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind yeah. Michael Carter at all. I actually really like him at 5,700 in our value running back. Um, we saw him last week have a shit ton of work in the uh, passing game against that New England with White in the game. White is the starter. White dumped it off to Michael Carter a shit ton. We're seeing him play 75% of the snaps. 
Um, so you can really pay down all three running back spots this week, and I wouldn't hate you for it at all. And that really lets you get three solid receivers um, in the tight end and, you know, with uh, his face. So I don't mind it at all, actually. It could be something that I do. I don't know, but it could be a thing. Um, just because of all the work he's been getting at that 5700 price tag, he's getting the goal line carries, he's getting the work in the passing with Mike White at quarterback. So I really don't mind. And Cincinnati has not been great to the running back position, so... I don't mind Michael Carter tomorrow at all. Right. And the reason you don't see those uh, pop up in the box score against Baltimore, like Baltimore doesn't really have a running game. So there's that. It's just Lamar. Lamar had a pretty good running day himself. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, they had um, Murray was out. They had old Devontae Freeman and um, 72-year-old uh, Le'Veon Bell. In running back years, he's like 72. Yeah. All right, let's look into this next game here, which I think this one's going to be a pretty interesting game to watch, actually. Uh, it's going to be the New England Patriots uh, going to the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, right now, Chargers are favored by four and a half, and the over and under is 49. Um, the Chargers are absolutely one of the worst against the run. With that being said, what do you like about New England, Ryan? Yeah, I love Damian Harris tomorrow at 6,900. He's been just the guy. Um, but the only thing that scares me off of him and the reason I most likely will not end up playing him is he has not been playing the snaps. You know? Bill Belichick he's, for you. He was 8 for 83, bro, in, the, know, in, the, been, in like the first quarter. Yeah, he's been playing under 50% of snaps. Um, and um, he's really is only getting his scores with the touchdowns. So you're going to need him to score the touchdowns again for sure. Um, but at 6,900, especially with all the value on the slate and Joe Mixon just a little bit more, I don't think I'll end up playing Damian Harris. Um, in cash, he's just not safe with those snaps. Um, I don't know why they're using J.J. Taylor and Brandon Bowen so much. They're not good. But That was late in the game. J.J. Taylor ran two touchdowns. They was up um, by like 30. Well, Brandon Bolton still played a shit ton, even, when, yeah. even during the game. So, Brandon Bolton's um, a nice uh, GPP dart. He is. I don't like really anyone from this New England team. I really don't. I guess I don't mention you chess and Jacoby Myers. Uh, but that's it. I don't like Hunter Henry. I don't. I'd rather play Higby for 200 cheaper. Hunter Henry's been extremely lucky this last week. He's had two catches in both games and scored a touchdown in each of them. So, really been lucky there. So, and I think Ramondre Stevenson's going to be back this week. So, yeah, also, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Bill Belichick's uh, run philosophies when dude was averaging 10 yards a carry, and then he brings in somebody else for, like, two series. It doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. That's what pisses me off about Bill. So, fuck that guy. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm right there with you. I don't like many at all. Nope. Um, that, that I think – yeah, we, we definitely uh, definitely nailed that, and I, I agree with you on the Damian Harris, even though he is a good play. Like, if he was, like, let's say he was, like, 6,000, I'd play him over Joe Mixon. But sure. because they're not that far apart, I'd rather play a Joe Mixon where I know Joe Mixon is the man. And, I mean, the Jets are just sorry, straight trash. So I'd rather go with uh, what we know than um, a guessing game in Bill Belichick's offense. Absolutely. I agree there. All right. What do you like about the Chargers? Yeah, 
there's I, there's a lot to like about this Chargers team, but again, there's not a lot to like. This New England defense has been outstanding the last couple of weeks. Austin Eckler's hurt. I don't know how much snaps he's going to play tomorrow. Um, they may limit him a little bit. Um, you might see Josh Kelly. Um, my, did Mike Davis get hurt in week six? Not Mike Davis. You know what I'm talking about. Mike Williams. Did he get hurt? Uh, no, he just didn't play that good. Oh, I think it, I think he was kind of hurt um, because he only played 30% of the snaps. Oh, maybe he did, but I don't remember him ever being on the injury report or anything. Well, they had a bye week last week, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I don't know. That's that's really so, weird. Yeah, I don't think he was ever on the injury report though. Like I don't know. Says Williams was quiet throughout, but his first catch was a big one. It's went for twenty six yards instead of one one yard yard touchdown. Um, and no man on the team exceeded fifty yards rushing or receiving, so it's hard to tell how much of a role the knee injury Williams has been nursing played in his effectiveness. Mm. He spent much of the fourth quarter on the sidelines. Um, but Jeff Miller. Police Williams is being held out just as a precaution as the game's blowout nature. I love Mike Williams against New England, to be honest with you, because of his big playability. But um, his price just makes me not want to play him over some guys. You know, like I'd rather play a Stefan Diggs $300 cheaper. Yeah, I think all three of my receivers are going to be around this price tag tomorrow for sure. I love so many of them at this like $75, $7,600 price tag tomorrow. Mike Williams yeah. might end up in my lineup. I don't know. I could end up playing, you know, him, A.J. Brown, Mike Williams. I don't know. I just love that price tag for sure on all these guys. Yeah. 100%. Mike Williams, big play receiver, too. I like I like him. Yeah. But I, I don't that's know if he'll it. be in there because of the digs. Yeah, that's about it. I don't mind taking shots on Keenan Allen. He just needs to find the end zone. So he does. If you, if you start your lineup with Allen – Diggs and Joe Mixon, those are all 7K guys. You're going to have to find some more value. Obviously, you're going to find it at the other running back position, but you're going to have to find a value running back or a value uh, tight end, something along those lines uh, to play those 7K guys. Absolutely. Anything else on the Chargers side? No, I think we know it. All right. The, uh, the next game is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling the Seattle Seahawks. Um, this is going to be a boring game, in my opinion. Um, over and under is 44-and-a-half, and Seattle's favored by three. Um, what do you like about Jacksonville, if anything? Oh, I absolutely love James Robinson, Duero. absolutely love him. He's a stud. Stud, stud. He's playing 90% of the snaps. Um, he's really the only guy there. He's going to rush the ball about 20 times a game. He'll get the goal line work. So he's probably the only guy I like from this team. Yeah, I'm the same way. But the fact is I'd rather pay um, 7,600 Joe Mixon than the 8,200 James Robinson. I'd rather but play again, I mean, left over him too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, but if you guys want to be different, uh, you can go away from the guys who's going to get garnished all the ownership, which James Robinson is definitely not going to get the ownership. And Seattle hasn't been great against the run. Um, so you could definitely take a James Robinson in the GPP, but there's definitely better plays on this slate. And I, I want nothing to do with um, 
Trevor Lawrence don't want nothing to do with the receiving core um, at all. Yeah, I don't want nothing to do with their head coach, their defense, nothing. Absolutely. Anybody on Seattle that you like? Not really. Um, there's just not I much like Russell you know, Wilson. Like, yeah. Until Russell Wilson comes back, I don't think I'll be on any um, Seattle guy. To be honest, I don't mind DK Metcalf. Jacksonville's defense is straight up garbage, so you know I don't mind him at all. Um, I I probably he might actually end up in my lineup just because his price is so cheap. Um, and we've seen his usage with Gino. He's Gino's number one guy, obviously. So I don't mind him at all. I really don't. And only 7,400 Jacksonville's defense. They've played New Orleans, Pitt, and LA Rams with Gino. So Gino's really played against two top five defenses, or three three of the top five defenses in the league the last three weeks. Now he gets a really easy matchup with Jacksonville. So I really do like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett this week. So um, you can take shots on both. Obviously, I like DK better. Um, but yeah. Yeah, um, and if you read the uh, the news recently, it sounds like DK Metcalf was uh, about to have a foursome or some something. He was, in, I don't know if you read that, so he, he oh. might be uh, he might be due for a big game. You didn't read that? No, I didn't. Some OnlyFans model he messaged her and told her to come up, drive up to Seattle, which is like four or five hours away, and then a uh, half hour, forty five minutes later, I guess she messaged him. Because he didn't message back, and she he messaged her and said, "You might as well turn around. I got. Uh, I'm trying to start this for some." She like posted screenshots and everything. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, <laughs> enough about enough about that game. Um, the next game we have is the um, Washington Football Team traveling to the Denver Broncos. Let me pull up the odds here. Right now, Washington um, is uh, it's over and under is forty four and a half, and Denver's favored by three and a half. Uh, what do you like about Washington? Yeah, um, there's not much to like. I mean, you can take shots on a guy like Tyler Heineke, um, but one of my favorite plays is Antonio Gibson from this team. Um, you know, Denver's been kind of solid against the run, but they looked absolute dog shit against um, the last couple weeks. I think they're missing Vaughn and Chubb, you said? Someone told me. Uh, Chubb, Chubb has been out, and Vaughn Miller just went out last game. Is he out again? I think he's out for a little while. I think Dave's going to put him on the IR. Let me – I can I can just double-check here. Uh, wow. You type in Vaughn Miller, and he's, uh, he's like a candidate to be moved at the deadline. What the fuck? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so I don't mind Antonio Gibson at all at this price tag at 6200 It's not bad at all for him. I think he, you know, they limited him last last game just because of how it was going. And Green Bay was shutting him down. Um, and they was getting a blowout, so they wanted McKissick in there. So I like Antonio Gibson. Probably won't end up in my lineup, but I don't mind him at all at only 6200 No, and you can always go with Scary Terry at 7,400. That's definitely uh, Heineke's uh, number one receiver. But, um, you know, it's that price point, right? 7,400. Uh, there's definitely other plays there that I like more. Um, 
to be honest. Um, yeah. I think yeah. I, I, Antonio Gibson actually might find a way into my lineup just because of how much they're missing on the D-line and how cheap he is. I don't know, though. We'll see. For sure. I also like um, uh, Ricky Seals-Jones this this week, too, because Denver hasn't been great against tight ends. So um, he's only 5,400. Um, not saying he would be my starting tight end, but you could definitely take a, a shot on him. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I mean, you're spot on. I mean, you can always take a shot on Taylor Heineke. He does get you the rushing that you would like as well. So there's that. He just makes too many mental errors. For sure. And on the Denver side, do you like anything? Um, Yeah. I like Teddy Bridgewater tomorrow. I think he has a solid game at only 7K. Probably one of my first right. plays at 7K. Washington is just so bad. I don't mind Jerry Judy at only 6K if he plays. Um, His usage is always insane at only 6K. But that's probably it. You know, I don't mind taking shots on Javante Williams. He's going to have a breakout game one of these games. You just don't know which one it's going to be. Um, I don't mind Noah Font um, at 5,800. So it's probably just them four for me. Yeah, man, uh, you nailed that. I love a, I love a Bridgewater tomorrow. Um, I mean, I I say love. I mean, as far as like GPP, I love uh, Bridgewater. Um, obviously, Jerry Judy. He was having a, he was off to a phenomenal start, um, and he's only six K. So, like, if you doing a GPP and you had Bridgewater paired with Judy, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, that's only thirteen thousand of your sixty thousand salary. So, like, you could definitely get really different. Um, and I do like Javante Williams' upside. I just you just never know when he's going to get his opportunity. Hopefully, they trade Melvin Gordon or something to give that guy more opportunity because I think he deserves it. Oh, absolutely. All right, I think we got the uh, last game of the slate, which would be another good game. Um, it's going to be the Tampa Bay. Buccaneers traveling to the New Orleans. Um, I almost said Pelicans, dude. I almost said Pelicans. <laughs> New Orleans Saints. This, this is a problem with NFL and the NBA podcast going together. But right now, the over and under is 49 and a half, and Tampa Bay is favored to win by four. Gronk is supposed to be back. Uh, AB is still out. Um, what do you like about Tampa Bay? Not much. I, I don't like much. Uh, just prices. Um, and how good New Orleans is on defense. I know Tom Brady and Tam Bay's got probably the number one, number one, number two offense in the league, but on a slate like this, there's just better plays than these guys. You know, New Orleans defense has been outstanding. I don't mind taking shots on a Leonard Fournette, but that's probably it. Maybe Chris Godwin, but Godwin's going to have Lattimore defense. I mean, Evans has touched on defending, especially with Gronk back. That takes a lot away if Gronk plays. I don't like Gronk just because of how good New Orleans has been to the tight end this year. So, I don't know. I don't like much from this game just because of how good New Orleans' defense is. Yeah, and the um, Tampa Bay receivers are just overpriced, 7,275. That's that that number we keep talking about. And uh, we've named several players in that same vicinity that are much better plays. So, um, I'm going to watch this game just as a fan. But um, from DFS point of view, I'd rather play a Jalen Hurts than a Tom Brady at the same price. So exactly. there's that. Um, and I, yeah, I'm just stay away from me. What about on the New Orleans side? You like anybody? 
I like Alvin Kamara, 8,400. I don't think Mark Ingram's going to do much this week. Um, I know he played there two years ago and still Sean Payton, so the playbook's not going to be much different. Um, but Alvin Kamara's really come along in the passing game, which we've been waiting to see all season. So I like his price tag, only 8,400. I'd rather play him than James Robinson. Um, and, you know, a guy like, uh, what's his face? John Taylor. So I don't mind him. But he's not going to do much running the football, but he would definitely be a workhorse in the passing game. Oh, for sure. Battle Alvin Kamara is going to get. Yeah, Alvin Kamara. It's Alvin Kamara bust. I mean, I have no faith in Jameis Winston or the receiving core. So um, until Michael Thomas comes back, which is going to be interesting to see how he plays a part in the offense. But uh, it's Alvin Kamara. But um, on the on this slate, I'd rather go somewhere else. Exactly. All right, I think we're ready to make a three nine. No two mines, whatever. All right, and uh, I don't remember what our two mines did last week or three mines. But uh, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Um, fuck it, we want to get different, right? We really do. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Derek Henry at running back. Derek Henry at running back. Right. Well, we just talked about this game. Um, I really do like him, and I really do think it's going to be um, a good GPP play. Let's throw uh, Teddy Bridgewater out as our quarterback. I like that a lot. Because if we're paying up at running back, we got to pay down somewhere else. Yep. Um, one second. One second. Okay. Um, can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Okay. I had to switch my AirPod. The other one died. So, all right. I like that. We're going to go ahead. Have it running back again to play Alvin Kamara. All right. So, obviously, we got to find some value here. Let's go. Let's go dumpster diving, Ryan. You want to do that? Let's do it. I love it. We can do some dumpster diving. Oh man, I'm still I'm still a little uh congested from this freaking week, man. This weather is just ridiculous. Oh I know. Hold on, I'm still I'm still dumpster diving. Play Seattle's defense, maybe Cleveland's defense. Oh, I'm not worried about defense. <laughs> Who worries about defense? I don't know. All right, bro. Um, you want to get really weird this week? Let's get. Let's go do it. All right, we're we're about we're yeah we're about to get really weird. Uh, let's go Elijah Moore for the upside. I love that. Love it. I just want to see what this does. Okay. We're really going to have the dumpster dive here because that flex. We're going to go DeAndre Swift. 
that's okay. We're just trying to get really different here. I'm sorry I'm giving you two. I just really want to – I just really want to have a lineup with you, though. That's going to be super, super different. For sure. For sure. All right. Um, here, I'll take my – you can have you can have the next two picks. I'll go Browns defense. Browns? Yep, so you can have the next two picks. We can put that in there and see what that gives you to work with. All right. I didn't want to. I didn't want to cough in your ear there. That's for sure. <laughs> Next two picks, huh? Let's do Tyler Higby at the tight end position. Freezes yeah. up a little bit. About 5,800 yeah. per position. Let's see if there's anyone solid at this price. Well, I like your boy. <coughs> Hold on. I am. Okay, so I'll let you pick your boy. I think you know who I'm talking about, especially after I pick this guy, because we need somebody to pair Bridgewater up with, and this works perfectly. Yeah, I'm going to take Jerry Judy, and you have 5,700 remaining. I think you know Ooh. who I was on. I think I do, but I don't know if I want to go him just because we already have DeAndre Swift. I think I'm going to go. Oh, that's true. I think I'm going to go someone else here that's got to find the end zone. His targets have been there in Jacoby Myers. There we go. Yeah. So for uh, what I was talking about, uh, everybody, it was just an inside thing with me and Ryan, is Khalif Raymond was uh, 5,700. But I did yes. forget that we did have Swift, and we don't want um, – we definitely don't want to have to root for two lines. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. But if you guys feel more comfortable, you could take a Robbie Anderson. He's the same price as well, or take a shot at OBJ. But I'll read it back off to you. Um, hold on. All right. So at quarterback, we have Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, running back, we're doing the double payup. Alvin Kamara and Derrick Henry. Receivers, we have Elijah Moore, Jerry Judy, Jacoby Myers. Tight end, we have Tyler Higby. At the flex, we have DeAndre Swift. And in the defense, we have the Cleveland Browns. I really like that. That's, that's going to be super different. I really like the Bridgewater Judy play, especially Judy plays. I like Judy. I, I don't. I know. Like, I don't hate anyone. I love Elijah Moore because Corey Davis is out. Um, Cincinnati's been dog shit to receivers. I don't mind Jacoby Myers. I mean, that dude's been getting ten targets a game, and Hindy's going to score you a touchdown every game. So, yeah, that's where Bill Belichick doesn't fuck you. Is Jacoby Myers does get all the targets. So, and he can throw a touchdown once every couple games. So. Exactly. So, anything else on this slate? No, I think we nailed it. Definitely, like we said, GPPs, you want to get different in cash. Paying down at running back, obviously, is the move. Um, so, I think we're going to get sub 10% on all three of these guys that we have in our lineup right now. Running back, you know, paid up 
at all three. So I really do like it. Get different GPPs like we did in this three lines lineup for sure. Um, but yeah, that's it. Just don't be afraid of ownership in cash just or anything. Just, just don't be afraid of ownership. For sure. Uh, definitely be different. Um, be different. Make it simple too. Like we ran through this, um, in about an hour and 15, 16 minutes or something like that. Like don't make it, don't make it difficult. Just go with what you know, uh, what you feel. Always go with your gut. Absolutely. But if you don't have nothing, then I guess, uh, we can let these people go. Absolutely. Just want to say, Dylan, you're fired. You're no longer on the NFL podcast. This was much smoother. Be fired. Instigator. Yeah. But um, we we do appreciate everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, for the NFL podcast. Uh, y'all have a good one. Mm-hmm.